is up, everybody. Welcome to Better Off Reds. I am Cortland. I am Justin. And again, welcome to Better Off Reds. Your, as of lately, uh, pretty much weekly talk Reds talk show. Uh, I think it's we've, been two weeks since we did a live one, but we but released a few pre-recorded things. We only did it because opening day. So yeah, that was the only reason we missed. So as of right now, we're batting two for two technically so uh yeah be sure to check us out on facebook twitter youtube and your favorite podcasting apps we go live every thursday night at 8 30 uh the podcasts go up shortly after we are done and uh the videos will go up on the platforms either that same night or the very next day justin how have Portland. you been oh, oh me how have i been <laughs> Uh, I've been just swell, uh, you know, just been, uh, working and, uh, living that family life and, uh, uh, you know, baseball's back. So that's good. And, uh, you know, we, we, we did start doing a few extra videos. You know, we started doing season uh, or series previews and recaps. Uh, I think we're going to try to keep doing that. Yeah. Uh, I was able, so I had tickets for opening day and I didn't get to go. Uh, so I then got tickets for yesterday's game, which as I was driving the two and a half hour drive to Cincinnati, I kept thinking it's not going to happen. It's, it's going right. to get rained out, but I knew with it being Nick Lodolo's uh, first start <coughs> in the majors, I knew I was going to try. Uh, so I went up there, uh, upgraded my cheap seats to scout seats and, uh, had a pretty good time. So, um, weather for the most part was pretty nice. Uh, it started raining near the end, uh, but it wasn't too bad. One thing I'll tell you, um, so I'm just going to kind of tell a funny story. Not that funny. But um, when I got to Newport on the levee, because that's where I park, um, it was starting to rain and the game day bus wasn't running. And I didn't really want to walk across the bridge. So I decided I'm going to uh, rent one of these lime scooters that they have. Oh, yeah. I'll just zip over the bridge. You know, I'll get wet, but I'll, I'll get there a lot quicker. I've never done this. If, if you don't know Cortland and I, which I don't think a lot of you do, we don't live in a big city like Cincinnati. We live in a smaller city, so we don't really have these scooters. I think uh, Ashland does, but like, yeah, like maybe like locations. two or three of them. Yeah. And like uh, your track record, I feel, with just like being a little like injury prone sometimes. Yeah, I'm a little injury prone. <laughs> I'm just I'm just excited to see where this goes. So. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't get hurt. So, oh, okay, uh, so I, I, I rent one of these scooters and I zip across the bridge. And keep on, I know nothing about this. I know nothing about the laws. <laughs> or anything the rules regulations whatever so i actually zip over the bridge uh, on the pedestrian walkway <laughs> so <laughs> it's got this little belt i'm like tring 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 you know as i go past people so they don't walk out in front of me and um the entire time i'm writing this in the rain on the bridge on this narrow walkway i keep thinking oh well uh, you know eventually i'm gonna i'm gonna wreck bust my head open and be in a coma so right. I, I, sh- I i'm like as i'm actively because like, i'm driving across the bridge i'm actively planning out my life after my coma <laughs> which is like the weirdest thing so then i get over the bridge not knowing any of the rules i zip over to the stadium i'm like you know what? i'm gonna park right by the stadium kick the thing over you know or kick the kickstand down in the ride just walk right in so I go like right up to the gate and I, I go to stop my ride and I go to end it and it's like, oh, you can't park it here. And apparently there's a oh, map no. that tells you like, yeah, there's like restricted zones. So I did not know this. And so I'm looking, I had to go all the way back to like the foot of the bridge and then still walk in the rain. Jeez. So it, oh my gosh. Like you had to go way down there. It wasn't too bad. No, it wasn't too bad. Um, but, uh, it was a, uh, quite a, it was an adventure. Uh, one I would 
maybe do again if it wasn't raining. But yeah. you're supposed to drive those things on the road, which seems so dangerous, especially on that See, bridge. We- uh, to throw in a little tidbit here, me and Brian's dad, when we went to Baltimore a couple of years ago, we did the Orioles stadium tour, uh, yeah. Camden Yards, and we rode from our hotel in the bay over to the stadium on those scooters. And like we were flying on the sidewalk. I mean, I don't know how you can ride it in the road. I, and I don't know if that was the law there, but we, the night before, we saw people just zooming through the sidewalks and like you'd have to just keep your head on a swivel or you would get absolutely blasted by one of those things so yeah. we were flying luckily it was like eight in the morning but there wasn't a ton of people out but yeah i i would not feel comfortable driving the road but i don't also feel comfortable driving it on the sidewalk either so i mean yeah i felt lose, so lose. at the foot of the bridge so on the map there's red squares and that's where you can't park <clears> and then there's yellow squares and that's actually when like your the speed of your scooter is reduced like they can like right. limit the speed of the scooter in that zone it's so neat um, so I noticed at one point I was going through a crosswalk. I'm like, why am I going so slow? But then I, once I found out I was parked in a or trying to park in an illegal zone, uh, you know, then that's what happened there. But um, it was fun. It was scary. Uh, you know, I thought, you know, Vado can ride into spring training in one of these bad boys. I right. can ride into my first game of the year. One of these right. bad boys. So uh, let's go. Um, uh, <laughs> Clark's here tonight. He says, uh, is this I hate Phil Castle podcast? You know. <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk about that here in just a minute. Um, I'm surprised we didn't uh, name the episode. The Reds are relocating just to get just to get the people uh, worried because yeah. based off these comments we're going to talk about here in a little bit, you would maybe think that. But yeah, anyways, maybe. what were you saying? Uh, how have you been? Uh, not bad. Uh, Brian is currently not feeling the best, so I was taking care of brooks and jumped on right at the last second so if i jump off i have a pizza in the oven um if brian falls asleep i might have to go get that out of the oven so other than that yeah not bad my spring break started technically today so i was off today and uh i got to get some stuff done around the house and run around town a little bit and yeah other than that excited for the weekend bunch of family gatherings for easter and Feel better, Corbin's wife. Thanks, Clark. I'll let her know that she might be watching right now downstairs or passed out on the couch. So, if not, I'll let her know. Um, but yeah, so you're on spring break this week. Yep, that tells me we're gonna go golfing. Mm, I knew it. No, probably not. My brother's also coming into town this weekend, which was unexpected, and he lives 14 hours away. So, where's he living now? New Orleans. Okay, oh, is he coaching down there? Yeah, he is coaching in a city outside of the town, but he was at the Pelicans game last night um, when they beat the Spurs. Good game to we, were sna- yeah, we were snapping each other. Nice. Um, all right, so let's just jump into it. Um, this uh, We'll get to the games in a minute. Uh, oh, hang on. Clark says, don't worry, I've already called the fire department and poison control. They're on their way to Cortland's house. That's very Man. nice. Very proactive. Yeah, he is. Too. He is very. Way to be proactive than reactive. <laughs> All right, so we just got to get right into it, though. Um, opening day uh, should be a joyous occasion for uh, everybody in Cincinnati. But this uh, doofus in the photo, uh, if you're watching the show, if you're if you're listening, then there is no photo. But this doofus, Phil Castellini, uh, <laughs> decided I'm going to ruin everyone's day on opening day. Yep. And uh, Cortland, do you want to take this quote or do you want me to take it? Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, right, it's a big one. This is a big quote that he said okay. on 700 WLW yeah. on the morning of opening day. Cortland, take it away. 
Well, where are you going to go? Let's start there. Sell the team to who? That's the other thing. You want to have this debate? If you want to look at what would you do with this team to have it be more profitable, make more money, compete more in the current economic system that the game exists, it would be to pick it up and move it somewhere else. And so be careful what you ask for. I think we're doing the best we can with the resources that we have. We're no no more pleased with the results than the fans. I'm not sitting here saying anyone should be happy. I'm not polishing trophies in the office right now. That's what we're here to do. But, you know, the bottom line is, and I do think we've had to shift the discipline. We've tried a lot of things that didn't work. They came this close to working and they didn't. Nobody's going to tell me it didn't work. I think we've learned from those things. And trust me, Nick is a guy on a mission. He is a bull in a china shop that has his way to do it. And that's the way that ways to grow your own. And he's doing just that. Yeah. So, so he made these comments on WLW early, uh, Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday morning. Everyone knows this by now, <clears throat> excuse me. But, um, so the fans immediately were just like, okay, F this guy, right? Like this guy is dead to us now. And then WLWT had a chance to interview him on the field. That's where this photograph is from. And they said, Hey man, like, do you want to clarify, uh, what you, what you said? Like, this is, um, you've kind of ruffled some feathers and instead of, you know, walking it back, uh, or consulting anybody, you know, (laughs) that's taken a PR class or knows anything about how to behave in public. Uh, he doubled down on it. So, um, yeah, he's, he kind of had this mindset of like, I'm God's gift to Reds fans in Cincinnati (laughs) and just suck it up. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you listen to any of the John boy, uh, media, uh, productions, but, uh, talking, not talking baseball, uh, just baseball or something like that. Oh no, wait, what's it called? It's the well, one with uh, Chris Rose and Trevor. I think, Plouffe. It's, I think it's just baseball. Just baseball. Okay. It, yeah. The one with Chris Rose and Trevor Plouffe, they did. I sent it to you last night, Cortland. I don't know yeah. if you watched it, but they yeah. eviscerated him Yeah. during that part. I mean, they just ripped him to shreds Which... and I mean, and rightfully so. And will he ever see it? I don't know. I don't know how tuned in he is to, the world around him he could be at a level where everyone's like hey phil everyone loved what you had to say on tuesday i don't know though because the the stuff he said he's obviously been taking everything kind of to heart like with one castellanos making comments and two the whole thing before the season started you know sell the team phil like it was the trending thing going on and it's just weird because like he obviously takes a lot of interest in it i think a lot more than other owners of other franchises of either baseball, football, basketball, anything do. Like you said, it's just more of a professional thing. Like I'm sure he has feelings about it. And again, yeah, like not to side with him, but yeah, it'd be tough being an owner. But at the same time, like you just kind of got to take what is given because that's my, the... my, my money and wipe my tears off my face. <laughs> right. I mean, like that's the job. So, I mean, if you're not winning and you're not spending money, what do you think people people are going to be upset about it? And you're the one that can spend the money to win. Yep. You're going to be at the forefront of it. But yeah, no, it was weird that he doubled down because uh, then he went on later. And I feel we've had owners say stuff like, you know, just kind of like, oh, they make a wrong comment. But like, well, they think we're stupid. Right. right. They kind I mean, of patronize They've got it. this money, so they're smart. They know it's best. Or whatever the word is. Patronize, pen nice. Patronize? Patronize, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just the way it is. I mean, that sounds crappy, but like right. we're poor and we're dumb uh to them. I mean, that's just how it is. It's how it always has been. It's how it's probably always going to be. 
So what do we know? We know nothing about owning a baseball team. And he's right. I don't have billions of dollars to own one. However, I know what success looks like when it comes to baseball. And this ain't it. It's for him to say we've tried things and they haven't worked. I really don't know what he's talking about that has been tried. I wonder if he's talking about grabbing a couple of relievers at the deadline last year instead of two months before when they really needed him. I mean, probably that would be the only thing that I can think of. I mean, because other than that, we have not did anything in forever. Yeah. And Clark's comment uh, to people listening, his apology was crap too. I was, that's what I was getting to the, he came back on the same day. This was apologized. No, he didn't come on anywhere. He issued a statement through the reds PR. No, ain't, no, no, no. He did. He came oh, back he on did. live. He came oh, back on live. Okay. And he was like, we're not going anywhere. He was making all those comments of like, this is Cincinnati. This is baseball town, blah, 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 blah. Like right after uh, that, like that was like the first initial. But then that night or the next day, he did the actual PR apology. So, yeah, he ki- he tried to backtrack himself, but it, it was so terrible. Like I would have rather him did the PR thing. And it that been it, but he was like, yeah, this is baseball's town and we love our baseball and we're not going anywhere. This is the team for the fan, like just a bunch of BS that yeah. he just completely lied about because he just said the opposite when he was talking about it before. So I don't know. It's, uh, but yeah, go ahead. Go with, go with the, the PR apology of all the days though, for him to, uh, act like a clown. I just don't know why I, I know. picked opening day. Like, and come on, not, man. and I'm, I'm, a casual fan. I've always watched the Reds. I've grown up going to a bunch of games, but like it's the fact that even on the outside looking in, the Reds are the first team in baseball, and they do do opening day better than anywhere else. It's its own major thing, and yeah, like to do it after the game would have even been better. Don't do it that morning of. I was listening to WLW because I was driving in my car when the game was on on my way home from work, yeah. like. Don't do it on the the main thing that has been everybody's like thing to the Reds that they listen to. Like it was just, uh, I don't know. Did you see? It's, did it's you see? Crazy. Did you see Bob Castellini sit down with John Sadak for like a minute? No. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's like he doesn't even know who's on this team. He had like a piece of paper, like reading off names of people who are good. <laughs> I don't know, but okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna read you his his issued apology. Okay, so okay. this is gonna be a really long segment. It's a really long apology. Give me one second. All right. <clears throat> I apologize to Reds fans and regret the comments that I made earlier today. We love this city. We love this team and we love our fans. I understand how our fans feel and I'm sorry. That's it. Yep. <laughs> so pretty weak. So on the same day, Jeff Passan of ESPN also did a story on cheap baseball teams and the Reds were specifically targeted in this article. Now this wasn't a retaliation to Phil Castellini's comments. It just happened to come out on the same day. Maybe it came out before and Phil saw it and said, you know what? I don't like that. Uh, but one quote stuck out was from Nick Castellanos where he said, what sucks is in a great city like Cincinnati where the fan base is impeccable. It's suffocating because of ownership. I'm not saying that they are bad people. The system is bad. Um, yeah. I mean, Castellanos is right. And you could tell yeah. how frustrated he was getting last year. But he's still everything. frustrated now. That's the thing. Like, yeah, generally, well, I, when- I mean, you got to think about it. The last two major free agents that left the Reds, Trevor Bauer and Nick Castellanos, both of them said the most fun they've ever had was their time in Cincinnati. Right. Right. But there's a reason why they're not still there. Right. Because <laughs> right. they're cheap. So, I mean, I'm glad one of them's not there anymore because they're not even able to play right now. But, um, 
I mean, Nick Castellanos seemed like he really enjoyed it. It seemed like his family enjoyed it. I mean, it seemed like they really, you know, gelled with the community. I mean, uh, his son made the t-shirts that they sold at the ballpark. I mean, it was just such a great year and it just wasn't enough. I don't know. But I think like the guys like that, like it's not to say, I mean, yeah, Cassianos was close to getting MVP and he was an all-star. Um, but like to, uh, we kind of talked about the two is we were kind of afraid to lock them up for a long time, but like Cincinnati is that kind of a place that people like that, that's where they're supposed to be. Like the community driven and not the other players aren't community driven, but like you said, like his son making that thing, they sell the shirts and the stadium. They sold the crap out of those things. Like that's just the kind of connection that, Cincinnati has with players that go out and try to do stuff. And I and I applaud Cassianos. Like I said, normally when people leave places that especially if it was a bad situation, like you don't ever hear them talk about it ever again. Yeah. Like, but he it obviously it really did kind of strike a nerve and he's kind of sticking up for the fans of Cincinnati and the team and the city. So I mean, hats off to him. I mean, he's keeping it going. So and it's kind of brought a light. Now everybody which Phil's comments didn't help himself, but like all of MLB now know like, Hey, Cassiano's had that scuff last year with the owner, but now everybody can see why. So good for him. Yep. All right. Enough of that clown. Let's uh, let's move on. Um, So the Reds played the Braves for the opening series. If you want to check out our thoughts on that, we did post a video on YouTube a couple of days ago. Uh, Be sure to check out our YouTube page, um, subscribe to it. We're going to start posting more pre-recorded content there Mm -hmm. um, on some of our off days. Um, We're going to do one for the Padres coming up uh, uh, this weekend and um, it'll, it'll go up on YouTube before Monday. So, uh, but, but since it's Thursday, they just played the guardians for their first home series of the year. Uh, yeah that's same same thoughts i thought uh, it was going to be which i was a little bit like "Mm, i don't know because the fact that the guardians put up 27 runs at the two games before they played us you said that in the preview oh yeah we also did a guardians preview episode and Cortland did say that now i will say i said that tyler naquin would hit the first um, run at home and he did so he did he crushed it he did he, he crushed it dead center i'm um, telling you that's i mean i think he, he i don't think he shows it but i think there's a little like always oh, like oh, i want to beat up my old team kind of yeah. a mentality i love tyler nickland i liked him when he was on cleveland i i liked watching him play when he was on cleveland and he's just that guy like you said he's very quiet and he just plays and that's i love that about him and yeah. especially when he hits the absolute bombs um but yeah, no, they put up 27 runs the two games before they played us. So do you want me to discuss game one? Yeah, uh, real quick. They do have uh, they have 45 runs scored on the year so far, and that's the most. Jeez, that's probably most by a lot. I think, honestly, because, I mean, on paper, the, the Guardians are not that good. No. However, on the field, they're very good. So. Yeah, they're um, white hot right now, batting-wise. They they're, their pitching's doing well, too. So, I mean, but their bats are just un real so let's let's dive in game one again like i just said they're white hot we had mally pitching for us shane bieber their stud their star their guy pitching for them so mally comes in pitches four innings uh has four hits one earned run four strikes excuse me strike outs and two walks so not terrible i mean it wasn't an awful game um for him at least and then we come back and the bullpen gave up six more runs. 
while striking out four and walking three. So the bullpen kind of didn't necessarily blow up. But, uh, the, again, I hate to say, because we talked about this. Me and Justin were texting about it, like, when the game was going on. Like, I was just being joking with Justin saying, like, everybody's trash. Bullpen's trash. Rotation's trash. <laughs> and But if you look at it, I was kidding because, really, the Indians, or excuse me, the Guardians, are just so white hot. Uh, is it Quan? I don't know Quan's first Stephen name. Quan, yeah, this dude is he, nuts. Going into the first game, he was batting 692. He had not no struck out. out. No, no struck strikeouts, out. no swinging strikes. And he was 9 for 13. And uh, Jose Ramirez, who they just paid the big bucks, uh, he was batting like 365 going in. And I think he's still sitting there right now. I think Quan's still above 500, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, then they have a couple other guys that were hitting, I think, above 300. So just crushing the ball. So, I mean, the bullpen giving up six runs, yeah, it's a lot. But, again, they're playing probably, and they are, the most scoring team in baseball. So it's kind of a little bit more understandable. I feel comfortable with where we're at. This is the game that Justin said. Naquin hit his homer, which he called, and that kind of kept us in this game. And it uh, broke up Shane Bieber's uh, no-hitter at the time when he hit it. But again, it wasn't enough because Ramirez, <laughs> he hit Grand Slam uh, to put the final down the coffin at the home opener. So uh, he's definitely getting his money's worth right now. I'm sure Guardians fans um, are loving that they signed him long term. Um, but he's kind of an opposite Votto. I will say that every year he seems to start hot or very consistent. He kind of tapers off where Votto starts kind of cold and builds and builds and builds. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. But Yeah, that was game one. So what about game two? Yeah, so I, like I said, I was at game two. Uh, Nick Lodolo made his MLB debut, uh, highly anticipated. Uh, he had pitched really well last year in AA. Went up to AAA, got beat up a little bit, but in very limited innings. Um, and then this year in spring training, he looked great. So it's just time for him to come up. Um, his very first pitch was a strike. Um, although he did allow that, uh, runner to get on board, uh, <laughs> or on base. I mean, um, although his first strikeout came against Stephen Kwan, uh, yep, and he also got Stephen Kwan to make his first swinging strike. So that was kind of cool because I mean, I know Stephen Kwan is, you know, new as well, but all everyone's talking about him and just yeah. how hot he started. And so it was nice. Um, he did have, he did have a bit of a rough start, but I'm not worried about it. And the reason no. for it, there was a rain delay. Right. Um, and he was facing against the best offensive team in baseball as of right now, which is yeah. just crazy that the Guardians are like that. But if you think about it, this Reds team at the moment is two and four. They faced off against the World Series champs, the team that started the hottest, and they're about to go into LA and then San Diego. So let's just face it, April is not our month. It probably won't be until the Pirates right. are coming into town. Um, and even then they beat uh I think they beat the Cubs or the Cardinals or somebody once. I don't know. Um <laughs> Yeah, but Lodolo did go four innings with seven hits, five runs, four strikeouts, three walks. A little shaky. Better than Sam Martin's uh, start the other day. Uh, the bullpen gave up two more runs, struck out six total. The bullpen did. Uh, Fraley got his first homer as a red. Stevenson knocked another another homer. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was uh, – I mean, they, they lost at home both games. So – they, right. At the moment, they have no home wins. It's going to be a while before they come back home. Uh, they have two road series, I think, at least. There might be another series after the Padres at the way. Um, 
but uh, so it's going to be a while before the fans of Cincinnati get to go to a game and see and see a winning Reds team. Uh, right. Like I said, April is uh, not our not our month. But uh, yeah, let's let's go ahead and give uh, the Guardian series uh, some grades. Uh, we're going to grade a couple players um, from the series. Uh, Tyler Naquin for me got an A. He hit the ball good on uh, Tuesday, and he continued to hit it again on Wednesday. Dude just always just balls out when he's playing the Guardians. Um, and honestly, he started off really good last year at the beginning and kind of came back to earth. Yeah. And I'm kind of hoping he starts off good this year, except stays well. And then I'm going to give Lodolo a C. Um, because his first major league start, he did really well. Um, he did okay. Not really well. He did okay. Given the circumstances, it was raining. It, you know, there was the delay. It was his first start. Good team. I think that I'm, I'm way more excited for his second start than I am this last one. Right. Uh, who are you giving grades to? So I'm going to give Mally. And again, uh, Mally, I like him a lot and I've never been like a super big hype guy about him, but I I feel I feel he um, did what he had to do. I mean, again, I think everything with the spring training being short, the lockout being 100 days, and um, also with facing the hottest team offensively so far in baseball, I give him a B. Give Tyler Mallory a B. I think he, I think he did his job. Um, I think we could have obviously batted better. That's kind of been our thing as of late. I think our bullpen and our rotation is doing pretty well. Um, but I give him a B for the game. I think if our bats could have been a little hotter, um, he, he might have could have even had an A. If we could have kept it closer, could have had him pitching maybe a little bit better. I don't know, just uh, boosting his confidence a little bit. But no, not a bad game. Uh, again, I want to see more from from every pitcher so far. Not just I'm 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 upset with them or anything. I just want more of a sample size because it's so fast. We're jumping into the season late, and spring training was short. We were like so like oh man, everybody's looking great in spring training, but again, it was also short. So I'm with you. I want to see them go. Um, and then for uh, another guy, I'm giving a grade to Tyler Stevenson. I'm gonna give him an A. Um, he his bat was not terribly cold. Uh, in the um, Brave series, but he's kind of stepped it back up. He is currently leading the Reds in terms of um, hits per at bat and with RBIs. Um, don't he doesn't have on, the don't forget yeah. opening day. He threw out three runners trying to steal yes. second. I was gonna say his defense has been fantastic too. I, there's nothing better. We I know Barnhart. Uh, it was kind of sad to see him go because obviously the two time Golden Glove winner. It's always fun to watch him catch, dude. Stevenson's uh, and I've said this before. I'm more of a fan of Stevenson's play style and the like his build as a catcher. I feel he can make those big defensive plays like a lot better and a lot more frequently. So uh, he's batting 294. He's had six RBIs and his defense has been pretty much impeccable. So he gets an A for me. Uh, Barnhart was liking a bunch of uh, tweets about him throwing out those three runners. Was it? Really yeah. Yeah. Um, C Trent pointed out that uh, he had liked it. And then I went and looked and he'd liked a bunch of them. So. Good. I, it makes me sad. <laughs> yeah, I know. At least um, it's, it's the passing of the torch. So it is. It is. So uh, tonight, in uh, less than in like an hour, uh, the Reds yep. start their four game series against the Dodgers in LA. Okay. This I, will be tough. Yeah, um, it will be tough. But I, I'm excited. I'm excited. I hate the Dodgers, and I hate teams that spend a bunch of money and then don't win. Like Hang at on least now. if you're complaining about the Reds not spending money, 
Well, no, no. I'm saying if you're going to spin, I want you to win. You know, yeah. like I would be just as upset if the Reds were blowing six hundred million dollars and we didn't do anything with it as gotcha. I am not spending money. So the Dodgers it's are this, three and two right now. Yeah. So I think let's go. This is this is our time. Let's put this team in its place because they spend a bunch of money and we don't. I don't want to give Phil Castellini any more of a big head, but hey, if we can knock these guys off or take the series from them, I'm all for it. Yeah. Um, so the, they do start game one tonight. It's a little strange. Uh, Luis Sessa is starting for the Reds. Uh, you may know him as a bullpen arm uh, who has not started a game in several years. Uh, on the year, he's 0-0 with a zero ERA and one strikeout. He's taking on Walker Bueller from Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, who is one and zero with a three six zero ERA and five strikeouts on the year? Do we um, know why Sessa's learning? They're trying to give somebody an extra like a rest day or something. Um, I, my guess is he's gonna it's gonna be a bullpen day and he's gonna be an opener, maybe one or two innings. Okay. Uh, Drew's back. Uh, what earlier Clark said? Uh, is it just me or does Aquino need to be cut? Um, I think we're heading that way. I don't yeah, think but man, dude, Tommy Pham's got to step it up. Uh, that's yeah. They keep putting him in for Fam in these lineups. And Fam did have these, a shortened spring training. I'm right, but him a little bit of slack. I, I don't know, slack. man. There's not a lot to give. No. Uh, let me let me look at these numbers real quick. Hang on. Well, hang on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna run down the game one while you do that. So um, okay. against Walker Bueller, Vado is three for eleven with four walks. Farmer is four for eight with three RBI. And uh, no one else in the lineup has a homer, or no one in the lineup has a homer Ooh. off of Bueller. Nobody. Gosh, dude. What's up? The, just these batting averages. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're so bad. <laughs> uh, Drew so says Aquino's on the outside looking in. I um, know, man, and I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. I want uh, Tommy Pham to do good. I want Aquino uh, to do yeah. good, but golly. I want Nick Zell and freaking Mike Mastowskis to do good, too. Good Mike Lord. who? Mike Wazowski? Yeah, Mike freaking Wazowski. It might as well be. Moustakis? What'd I say? You, I, you said, say like, I don't know what you said. It sounded weird. I said Moustakis, didn't I? I don't think it was. Game two is going to see uh, Vladimir Gutierrez, uh, who currently has an 0 1 record of 415 ERA and four strikeouts, take on Tony Gonsolin, who has an 0 0 record with a 3.0 G, not GPA, GPA. <laughs> ERA, <laughs> and three strikeouts. <laughs> We've already hit that point in the season. It's all right. It's uh, done. We're done. This is the last show, yeah. guys. Um, <laughs> you take the next two, man. Okay, so uh, well, and against Tony uh, Gonsolin and his three point oh GPA, uh, India is one for two. <laughs> India is one for two uh, with an RBI, and Tommy Pham is one for three with two RBI. So hey, he might start getting some runs and hits in there. Uh, going into game three, we see good old Hunter Green back on the mound. He is currently sitting at one and O with five point four O ERA, and he has seven strikeouts. So. I look forward to seeing him again because as of right now, he's just as advertised. So he goes against uh, Julio Urias, right? Urias. Correct. Urias. Urias. And he looks like garbage. Uh, he is own one right now with a 13.50 ERA and zero strikeout. So that's good for us. Fam off of, say it again, the name. Uh, who are we talking about? Ur- Julio- Urias. 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 Fam is three for ten with a homer and RBI and a walk. Stevenson's one for two, and Moose is one for three with an RBI. And then going into game four, we see Tyler Malley back. He's currently sitting at one and zero oh, with a one point oh oh ERA and eleven strikeouts. Boom! And uh, he's going up against Andrew Heaney. Yep. 
Former and Angel. he currently has a 0.0 ERA with five strikeouts. So he's uh, doing pretty well. Ooh, Mr. Alex Alley. Green, that's the future. Yes, sir. I think, I, I again, I don't get too hyped on pitchers. I never have. I remember when Sonny Gray, when we went to that game, Justin, you were all hyped. And I was like, nope, I don't give a crap. Like, they can never impress me enough for me to get hyped. I am hyped for Hunter Green to play again. So, yeah. I mean, and Lodolo, uh, like all our young guys. The, excited. So, uh, this is not in the notes, but uh, on the way up to Cincinnati yesterday, I listened to the Gym Day podcast with Joey Votto and mm-hmm. with Hunter Green. There's two different ones. The Joey Votto one was Fantastic. incredible, as always. Comedic and gold, then I'm sure. the huh? Comedic gold, I'm sure. Yeah, and then the Hunter Green one, amazing. Really? Uh, yeah, it just seems like such a great guy. Like I'm just so pumped that he's a red and that he's in the big leagues now. So it's gonna be fun to watch his career. I just hope we don't ship him off for some prospects in a couple of years. Oh, we'll see. Hey, maybe this year or what? Who knows? Maybe, you know? Yeah. No, <laughs> His asking price would be like astronomical. Oh, yeah, it would be unreal. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna be honest, we're gonna do some predictions here. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. Um, I think given the current state of our hitting, how inconsistent it is, how inconsistent the pitching has been, the rotation, the bullpen, I think we might get one win against the Dodgers out of the four. Um, now I could be wrong, I hope I'm wrong. Um, I feel like they uh overperformed last year in LA. Uh, but we're talking about the best team money can buy in LA. Right, right. Uh, you have a team full of all stars from the rotation down to the you know the, the bullpen. I mean, they just picked up Craig Kimbrell, so they're down to the closer. Their lineup is stacked: Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman. Uh, their weakest link is the former MVP and Cody Bellinger. So it's like this team. It's it's like not fair. Um, right. But um, I think we'll be lucky to get one win against. Uh, against the uh the dodgers one win well oh. you know me i'm optimistic you are, <laughs> are you going for the sweep <laughs> no 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 i won't go for the sweep this time as much as i want to i but i am saying that we will go three and four i am basing this strictly off of the two pitchers um the one that has zero strikeouts in the 13 era and also the one that is sitting at uh 3.0 ERA and three strikeouts. Not a ton of strikeouts. ERA is not bad. All right, you got to keep um, in mind Julio Urias. Um, yeah. his his velocity is down. Okay, perfect. But See. he is like a top ten pitcher every year. He's about to be a top zero pitcher. If when he, we get a hold of him. if if he bounces back from that awful start in Colorado, we're in trouble. Well, if we bounce back, yeah, from the awful right. series against the Guardians, they're in trouble. So that's right. Who are you rooting for here, Justin? The yeah. the Dodgers or the Reds? So Drew, anyways, Drew's, Drew's picking two of four, two four for the for the for the Reds. I'd be comfortable two of four. I'm, my optimism's at the three of four. I want to say a sweep, but I, I'm going to be realistic. So and Alex Alexander says that his change is nasty. I'm assuming he's talking about Urias. And his Probably changeup. did I trade you Urias in fantasy? You baseball? did for you Darvish and John Means, who's going to have his. Uh, I'm not smiling because I'm smiling because I trade him to you, but he's going to have to have Tommy hey, John. Looks like Darvish has been doing perfectly fine for me. So well, yeah, good old you, yeah, Darvish and you, you but, yeah, and you. three fourths, uh, and we're back after the series, boys. Yeah. All right, let's jump into some injury notes real quick. Uh, Tommy Fan was injured during. Uh, uh, during a collision with Nick Senzel in the outfield on opening day. I'm surprised it wasn't Nick Senzel was injured with a collision hey, with I'm, Nick Senzel. I'm glad it wasn't. I need him to be healthy. Or, or, or Nick Senzel uh, 
you maybe lose my train of thought collision with the ground because he can't field. Yeah. But. Um, but he is day to day. He is not in the lineup tonight, but he's also, he also has been put on the IL. So my guess is he's going to pinch hit tonight and then they're going to put him on the IL tomorrow. <laughs> what if they drop him? What if they designate for him assignment? Oh my gosh. They're not going to do that. Dude, they might do that. They did that with when they got hurt. Was it a kid? No, they got hurt. It was like last year. They got hurt. They sat for so long. They let him come in and pinch hit. And then they're like, actually, he needs to go on the IL. It may have been Moose. It might have been because they were going to do it with India, but they didn't. Uh, uh, Drew, do it. Drew said, did you all get Apple TV Plus so you can watch all the games? So I already had Apple TV Plus. I think you did too, right? I do, but it is free for the yep. first couple of weeks. So we want to push that. The Reds are on the next two Fridays. Yep. So you will get it for free, I believe, for the next two weeks. Now, they might take it off uh, the third week. I don't know. I haven't heard. I've been trying to keep up with it. At least this week's free. So, yep. and then we don't, then we're not on it anymore. So we don't have to worry about it. It's so. going to be on a, uh, one of the Peacock games at like 11 in the morning pretty soon. Um, and it's, I will say, huh? Yeah, go I was going to say Apple TV Plus, it was pretty great. Yeah, uh, the Apple TV Plus broadcast is nice. Uh, yeah. The camera, I actually had a game. I had a, the, the Reds up on one side and I had the uh, other game up on the other on, on Apple TV and the camera quality was just so It crazy. was so good. It was so good. And they do this thing where they're putting statistics, uh, probabilities, uh, real-time probabilities on the bottom right corner of the screen as the batter's up. So when their count changes, so if they go 2-1, their probability increases based off how well they hit and how well the pitcher pitches. Like it yep. was, I loved it. Oh, it was so good. It, I couldn't have asked for anything better, so. Um, back to the injury report. Uh, yeah, Castillo injury. has been throwing uh, bullpen sessions, so hopefully he'll go yeah. on a minor league assignment soon. Mike Miner and Lucas Sims are both on rehab assignments and both got beat up pretty good by minor league pitching. So, is Miner the one that you said would not play this year? No, um, uh, Dunn, the guy from uh, oh, Harry Sam. from uh, Justin Dunn. Oh. Um, all right. So do you want to take the last, uh, piece yep. there? So again, like we talked about, uh, on the upcoming schedule, we're taking on the Dodgers starting tonight at like nine 40, I believe in LA. Um, and then tomorrow they will be on the Apple TV plus broadcast. Highly recommend checking it out. Um, again, we're not on it after these next two weeks, but it, the metrics and the things they did, I would love every game to be broadcasted like that. Even if the camera quality wasn't, it, what it, what it is on normal TV with those metrics, I'd love it. It'd be perfect. So that's this Friday uh, coming up tomorrow. So then we will have our series preview for the Padres um, this Sunday. We will put that up this Sunday. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, Better Off Reds, to yep. get notified when that goes up. We don't have an exact time yet. Oh, Drew says you're an idiot. He says oh, uh, Dodgers are at 10. He also says that the Peacock game is May 29th versus the Giants. So. Ooh. Uh, but yeah, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, hey, so you I'll be notified of those. Oh yeah, of those videos that we put up that are not live. Okay, guys. Drew also oh, said, "Ha ha ha!" Twice. He's two. Uh, he used two. I mean, he just used one of them. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next Thursday uh, with our live show, and like uh, Cortland just said, Sunday with our series preview for the Padres and go Reds. Cortland, anything you want to say? um no again like we said like and subscribe to the youtube we think the new stuff we're doing is good and we like it and we hope you like it 
And if not, please leave us comments and tell us that you don't like it and we'll change it up. We want yeah. to make you guys happy. So tell us what you want and yeah. we will provide that for you. You want us to juggle? I'll learn to juggle. I mean, I whatever. Can't juggle. Ooh, Drew says, he's a, I don't, I don't think that's Drew right. says, love you guys. I'm your biggest fan. I'm going to frame Clark, that. Clark is I'm going to edit that to say, Amir Garrett, I love you. Do it. Oh, yeah, that'd be so funny. <laughs> that'd be great. Be. We'll share. All it. right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Yeah.